I want to come out here and just apologize to everybody that's living in the or the Northeast right now. <laughs> almost said the Pacific. Northwest. I almost said the Pacific Northwest, but the Northeast because uh, those triple digits, those temps, and the South too. We can't forget. I think the South is like really used to it, but you know, like the Northeast is like. I don't know. I, I'm just every I'm, year I'm when glad. we were living there, I was like, I'm glad I'm not every there. Year. Shocked and appalled. Yeah. Even though it's every year, but I still would be shocked. I saw just like everybody in my Facebook who still lives in Pennsylvania talking about how they're melting and shit, and I was not paying attention. I looked it up, and it was like crazy, ridiculous temperatures for like a week straight, and I was like, well. I'm here in cloudy, 70-degree weather. I don't want to brag, but... <laughs> I don't want to brag, but uh, also, I love Seattle. As a meteorologist, not myself, but you. Yes. <laughs> okay, wow. Meteorologist We're starting off great, guys. <laughs> um, My least favorite thing to do on the internet is mention the weather. <laughs> That's like... I if I if you ever catch me tweeting about the weather, just know I have that conversation immediately muted. Like yeah. the moment after I tweet it because it will always no matter what you say be replied with everybody else's weather like trying to like one up you or whatever. Yeah. And like I get it, honey. I know that Sugarland, Texas was having a fucking heat wave or whatever the goddamn hell, you know? What I mean? yeah. Or it was hell. It actually was. <laughs> Satan was there. I saw him. I know. Because, like, I'm, like, I feel like we're... Do you think you're acclimated now to summer in the Pacific Northwest where it's oh, fuck hot yeah. is 80 degrees and not I, 109 or whatever? I was acclimated to Pacific Northwest weather when I was still in Pennsylvania because I thought anything above was too hot. My fat ass hates <laughs> the heat. Though, I must say, on our Oregon trip, which we're going to talk a little bit about, um, even though you weren't there, I'm just, <laughs> I have some stories, some, some yeah. horror stories, not really. Um, <laughs> but the whole time we were there, it was like 75, full sun, not a cloud in the sky. And I thought it would be really hot because we were doing a lot of like hiking, physical activity bullshit, you know, and it was perfect like we could not have had better weather and that is what i want my summer to be 75 no clouds and just you're on a volcano yeah but the volcano is not erupting if you know what i mean that uh sounds great and i'd like to keep it that way so let's stop uh climate change while we're ahead here folks <laughs> um anyway this is coffee with rachel i'm rachel i'm chris and we have uh trader joe's uh, this is a coffee we've never had before it's french french roast but low acid which chris needs <laughs> I, need, I need that shit that's why that's half the reason why i don't like really dark roasts is because it makes acidic it's really acidic and we've had some coffees that have been like really really acidic and yeah. it's just like i want to know how that happens where does the acid come from don't ask me we should have you know maybe because we've had this podcast we're gonna have it what for three years this august yeah. at one point maybe we should have someone who was like an expert in the field that we discuss on our show on the show what if that was like our final episode bye guys <laughs> we finally got the head of starbucks or whatever like, oh my they're not God. an expert in coffee <laughs> Um, but I have a fact too. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know if I've ever said this one or not. So I got real jazzed when I saw it. Um, it says 17th century women thought it was that coffee was turning their men into 
quote, useless corpses. And then it says, in 1674, the women's petition against coffee claimed the beverage was turning British men into useless corpses and proposed a ban on it for anyone under the age of 60. Interesting. Men are already useless corpses. (laughs) They don't need coffee. I was going to say, I'm a useless corpse if I don't have my coffee. That's also true. Yeah. I think we can all identify that. I think we we could acknowledge my addictions. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. We're both drinking out of mugs that I brought home from Oregon. I'm loving it. it. Rachel, she knows me so well. This bitch got me. She got me a fucking... I, I, yeah, honestly, the I felt so bad that Chris couldn't be on this trip. I spent the entire time buying him shit. <laughs> and I brought him home, like, I would say, honestly, the most perfect gifts ever. Yeah, first... Not to toot my own horn, but toot, <laughs> No, I'm going to go through them because I love them. If you guys are not familiar, I'm a bald eagle. Um, <laughs> I'm. It all started... How did that start? Yeah. It all started because it was, like, on iMac, like... Five years ago, you were assigning my contact in image and you were using one of the defaults. Like on my computer. Yeah, on your computer. And you were using one of the default images and they didn't have a lot. And so we just picked the bald eagle because it was ridiculous. It just looked funny. And that has spun into every bald eagle is me. And honestly, our beaks, we got beaks, you know? We got beaks. And then everybody that you're close with in your phone has a bird. As their image. As their their image. Their contact image. (laughs) And so Chris is an eagle. And every time I take a screenshot of one of his stupid texts, everyone on Twitter is like, why is he a bald eagle? And I'm like, I honestly don't have enough time in the day to explain this (laughs) so then the first thing that rachel got me was a bald eagle postcard oh i forgot i even got that where is that it's over there with one of the other things because i saw one at a museum we went to the high desert museum um we're going to talk about the oregon trip i guess now but i was in bend mostly we we stopped in portland for like two hours um, we're gonna do. We're gonna go back because we did not spend enough time. Yeah, but no, that I'm was at go. the High Desert Museum. <laughs> they had hella birds there. They had <laughs> so all the birds had either been like born in captivity or they were like injured, so they can't be like released to the wild or whatever. Um, and they had a whole exhibit, and they were called the Raptors of the Sky, which honestly. You know, Perfect. that's a clickbait title for a museum, it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like a walk bait. Walk into this section. Uh, no? I, no. Pass. Whatever. <laughs> um, there was a golden eagle, though, and I've decided that that's what Squeezy is. He's a except golden eagle. Except, like, if one of his wings was, like, not as long as the other one or something. Like, yeah, so some, he keeps some, fucking up. A clumsy golden eagle. Not yeah. very, like, majestic. Anyway. So, so yeah, then, I got you a postcard. Um, the, you got two mugs. One, we were lame and we get the Starbucks mugs that are like the, what are they called? The places or whatever the fuck? Oh, the places you'll go drink coffee. It's the ones that like you have one in your local Starbucks that's like for where you are. We have like a Washington and a Seattle. Someone at a meetup gave us a Toronto mug and we haven't even been to Toronto. So shout out to you. Yeah. And now we've got an Oregon one. Yeah. And then. It's cute. Rachel also got me from the world's largest bookstore, which we'll talk about. Um, it's not the largest bookstore. It's the used, used bookstore. Used bookstore. That's what I, I meant. Think. Yeah, used bookstore. Um, it's a mug that is a diner style mug, like really fucking chunky. Um, well, I love- on the smaller side, but I love it a lot because like it it really retains the heat and it's just like I'm, i wish that you could see the way he's like I'm sitting in a di- cupping this i mug. love this mug so much it's great i was so it's we were at amazing. powell's and if you've been to portland you probably know what powell's is and i honestly was in heaven and i could have spent 
two days in that fucking store alone. It was so cool, and I was not I prepared. I heard about the fucking, like, signed Lord of the Rings-ass bullshit. Yeah, so, it, first of all, it's a fucking massive store. Like, I've never, you'll never see that many books unless you're at, like, one of those, like, insane libraries for, like, a you go fucking, to, like, like, Harvard-ass library. Yeah, Harvard. Rory being like, they have, like, a million libraries. I can't read all these books. And she has, like, an existential crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So there were so many books, right? And they're all used. Well, not all of them. Some of them are new, but like most of them are used. What? That's a lie. This but store's like, a lie. <laughs> very like when you first walk in, that section is like not used. It's kind of like a Barnes and Noble type of a vibe. Do but then the... you go and there's like so many floors, so many rooms, and there's just it's just used books everywhere, bitch. And they have like rare books or like books that are like fucked up in certain way, like first printing, and like there's an error or like something's fucked up with the cover like just like didn't you say they had one of the section was cool they had one of the harry potters that like the first runs there was like i think there's a typo or something like that something like that so it's like super coveted and there was like a book that mal picked up that's like someone wrote it before deathly hallows even came out and it's basically this book about like snape and like it's called the snape debate or something like that and you flip it over and you like the first side is like basically like for him like it, he's not a villain or whatever and then you flip the book upside down i love books like that where yeah. it's like double-sided like and I, that she had never seen it before and you know mal she's fucking seen it all yeah <laughs> everything everything so she got that but it was yeah it was written before deathly Hallows even came out which we didn't realize until we were like in the car <laughs> um but yeah they have this thing called like the rare book room and you have to like get a fucking lanyard with a badge to go in there and like the environment in that room is just like you don't want to breathe and you don't want to touch anything and you certainly don't want to talk like is it like in gilmore girls the uh the private film area like with the curtain you know what i mean i don't even (laughs) know man it was it's wild so they there's just rare books essentially and they have some that you can touch but most of the really fucky ones are behind glass and they had the most expensive book was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars and it's the like oh, fuck now it's like leaving my brain holy shit we were like discussing was it like an atlas or something it like was that? the atlas for oh was my it lewis God. and clark yes yeah thank you and it was like a first edition like there's only like 25 copies of this book whatever they also had a book that's like thousands of years old like a fucking biblical ass jewish book that's like super fucking old and then yeah they had like a lord of the rings first edition and it's signed by him and it's five thousand dollars or something like that that's fucking wild there's a there's like a lot of cool shit in that room i would like i would never buy any of it because i would be like where do i put this super rare expensive book apparently bill gates like donated donates a lot lot and like also trades with them a lot because he's got some really fucky like rare ass books like he's got da vinci's personal diaries with like little sketches of course all this information you're getting is from mal (laughs) mal teaches me everything i ever need to know in life (laughs) she is the best tour guide we need to get her back on the podcast bitch i want to do the seattle underground tour again but just mal (laughs) Mal would be so good at that (laughs) any kind of tour but also we were saying that like all the park rangers and stuff like that we're you know giving us information at all the different sites that we were at that i want that to be mal like right yeah, now absolutely that would be the perfect <laughs> job for her at a national park are you fucking kidding me mm-hmm. anyway you got so me Powell's was lit they had so many mugs but i was like this one screams you it, yeah. and it does i'm screaming about it um and then i got you a book yeah you got me the the weather of the pacific northwest by cliff mass who is somebody who i read his 
blog a lot. He was from UW. Like, he works at UW. It's a good thing I didn't know that you read his blog. I just bought it. And I was like, that's him. Yeah. And there was already a little bookmark inside of it. So I was like, that's cute. So I really enjoy that. And then the final thing that you got me, I can't wait to put it up on the wall. It's going to be the first piece for our gallery wall. Hey. Is a giant, like, printing, I guess. Yeah, of- it's a print of um the glaciers of mount hood was it yeah yeah the glaciers of mount hood and it's like a top-down view and you see just all the different glaciers and hello previously hub glacier, hub glacier. i mean i still am on they some had places. like <laughs> so many of they had different mountains and they also had different like features but that, i saw the glacier one I was that's like, the nerdy ass shit i'm here for, for yeah you would have died though like we're gonna go back so um, I wanted to study glaciers at like at one point before I just went to like meteorology. I was like, I wanted to study glaciers, but that requires being on a giant chunk glacier. of ice by yourself, pretty much with a ruler. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's all. That and your is wits. It, just just a regular twelve inch ruler and your wits. <laughs> um, you would have died though because the so I spent a lot of my time in the climate change section of Powell's because I was like determined to get you something yeah and I took a bunch of photos of different books that I think you'll be interested in reading anyway but like there was an entire section on glaciers it was like the language of glaciers like the movement of glaciers like this is his shit so we have to go back we have to go back honestly Um, just drop me off for a day you guys go do your thing I'll read I know (laughs) but like yeah, because we went on the week, so Chris was working, but we're planning on going back, like, I don't know, August, September-ish times, but we're going to make a Portland day trip, like, sooner-ish, hopefully, because that's not too far. It's only, like, a few hours away. Ben yeah. was, like, a good, like, six hours, but we I took w- a very, like, scenic route. I don't know my way around, because I thought Ben was pretty close to... It's central, Oregon. Yeah, so I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, too. I honestly... I I didn't know anything, so Mal's, like, the Bob Saget of our friend group, and by Bob Saget, I mean Danny Tanner. Yeah. Where everything was, like, perfectly planned, and, like, we, we knew all the things that we were gonna hit, and, like, she was obviously driving, so, like, she knew what she was fucking doing. And I was just like, I'm here. I don't even... I had no idea, like, what we were going to do. And I had a fucking fantastic time. Like, we took... I didn't even realize we were in the car that long because she took this route that you're basically just fucking a mountain the whole time. Like, it was just... I've never seen... Like, when we go to Ikea and we see Mount Rainier in the distance and we're like, oh, look at her. Like, yeah. she's a beaut. This was, like, that times 50 because it was so much closer. You got the and, sisters and hood and, like, uh, all these other things. It was so beautiful. And then we were, like, taking little stops along the way and going, like, little... Like, some of my best photos were literally from... We saw, like, this, like, asphalt parking lot with just, like, a fucking stunning view of the mountain. And like we just sat on some fucking boulders, and you know you can't find that in a travel book. You can't. You can't put that on your Pinterest board. You definitely can. I'm sure <laughs> people were like, "What hike is this?" I was like, "It's a parking lot." Like I swear, <laughs> I just crop it in a way that you can't see the parking lot. It was so funny though, but it was it was great. And so that like our first day was just like mostly driving and like doing like little stops. So we took like I don't even know how long I was in the car, but it was definitely like seven ish hours. But it didn't feel like it because we kept like getting out and doing things. And we went to Multnomah Falls, which is like iconic. But that fucking kid that burnt shit really fucked that up. So the trail was closed. So you could only get photos like at the bottom of the waterfall. You couldn't like 
go up there and get on the bridge and all that because it's basically like if you haven't seen it before it's this beautiful really long waterfall and then they have like this really cute like curved bridge that kind of like cuts right over it but it almost worked to our advantage because usually that bridge has like a shit ton of people on it. Yeah. So they're like all in your photo, you know? So I got some really nice photos, but I also really wanted to hike that. So I was really pissed about that. Like I was, it was fine. <sighs> God damn. But, you know, I was sad. That yeah, fucking yeah, kid yeah. really destroyed a lot of shit. Um, but there was a really... Be careful fun. with the fireworks. I, yeah. Fourth of July. Here we go. Like, is it worth it to trigger everyone with PTSD and possibly burn down our forests? Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that was like our first day. And then we had like, we stayed in a Airbnb over in Bend, which by the way, Bend, great little town, man. Like so much to do, so many cute restaurants and stores. And it was just adorable. We loved it. Also Oregon. Holy shit. Just Oregon. The best gluten-free state this side of the, the country, country. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously i had no trouble finding stuff to eat it was incredible um so would consider moving there just for the gluten-free options but, yeah but that was great i wish i wish <laughs> we had that here in seattle we went to this place called spork i think of course and i heard after we ate there that like anthony bourdain had like eaten there before so that made me feel cool yeah but it was like a it's a cross between like it was like Asian cuisine mixed with Mexican cuisine. Like okay. it was like a weird like cross over. So they had like curries and stuff, but then they also had like Vietnamese type stuff. Like they had banh mi's and shit, but it was also with like a Mexican flair with like a lot of like tortilla dishes and shit like that. Like mm -hmm. it was an interesting combination that I had not had before. <laughs> and I had a very fucking delicious curry when I was there and I lived. It looked good. I know. <laughs> it was V colorful. Yeah. You know, we live for that. I'm just all about the food when I'm anywhere. So I want you to tell more about what's the name of that lit ass park that you went to. Oh my God. The, so the top stop for all of you guys. Basically like we crammed so much shit in. We were only gone like three days. We only had one full day there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And the second day, obviously like our big full day was the day that we did the most shit. Um, and so that state park, we honestly, like we were trying to get there. We were trying to get there and we had so much to do. And we almost like didn't go. Um, I am so glad that we did. Cause like on the ride home, we were all talking about like, what was our favorite part? And unanimously we were all like <laughs> smith rock state park was the best yeah i don't think any of us were fucking expecting like how fucking beautiful it was um so i honestly don't know where it is <laughs> like as a non-driver yeah. i don't know where the fuck i was but it's smith rock state park if you're in oregon and close enough to it go i think any Oregonians. Oregonians. Is that right? Oregonians. Probably no. You all know. They all know. It's like a desert. It gave me like Westworld vibes. It was like. We, I literally thought, like, where is Dolores looking out on this natural splendor? It was so. I wish I could explain. Like, you have to go and you feel super teensy. <laughs> and like, we went at the perfect time too because no one was fucking there because it was like a Wednesday and it was like 5 p.m. because it was the last thing that we did that day. And we went, it was like really windy, but like it felt really nice because we had been out in the sun all fucking day mm -hmm. and it was not like too hot. We got to watch the sun set behind the rocks. It was 
gorgeous mm-hmm. i got some of my favorite photos from that spot we want to go camping there yeah uh i can't even describe how fucking beautiful it was it was so so fucking pretty and like we did a lot of cute shit we did the the lava butte earlier in the day we like hiked up we didn't do the full hike because it was like so we were with an ex-military bunch and a girl who literally is like the fucking like runner mcgee like the girl that gets up at like four in the morning to squeeze in a run before the day like that kind of (laughs) life that i will never live but godspeed bitch we love you sam i know like (laughs) and so she was like oh my god yeah let's like do this fucking hike and all of us were like we can't it was like seven miles like in the fucking like full sun and i think she'll go back and like do that fucking hike but we did sam's gonna run there to go do it okay the whole time we were seeing people on fucking bikes like going uphill on so many wild ass hikes and every time they would walk by we would like congratulate them because we were like how the fuck are you alive like how are you doing this and it was steep and like not a great traction i don't know how people do bikes on that kind of stuff how do you do bikes how do you do a bike man but like we went up that and i thought it was i i'm so glad that they always drag me for me pronouncing things wrong because i i thought it was the lava butt oh my god it was b-u-t-t-e uh, like what do you expect uh, but- like i like what did i think the puge the puget sound i thought it was like pug it when we first yeah, moved here like i'm a fucking there's idiot. a lot there's a lot of words but like you also get to like pennsylvania it's the same shit like yeah anyway um so we did that and we got some like beautiful views and we thought like i you're looking over like a national forest and so i'm thinking like this is as good as it gets bitch like this is green you see like six gigantic fucking mountains and you're like wow i love everything Mm -hmm. and then we went to smith rock and like everything was better i don't know why kicked ass like one's a desert one's a fucking uh like forest outlook like a super dense forest like yeah, we were dying wild. also didn't see a single spider the whole time except for one tiny one in the house oh. that mal killed thank god oh yes i heard about mal the broom yeah that was a journey um so like i didn't get fucked by a spider which was good because okay speaking of spiders so after the volcano hikey whatever thing we were like kind of tired but like in that area so we're on we're in volcano territory okay so there's also like caves that have been carved out by lava like thousands of fucking years ago right so we decided to do a walk like a hike through a cave right which <laughs> i've done once in my life have you ever done that crystal caves like where is that that's in like bethlehem like oh. yeah is it like guided yes okay is it lit like yes. lit up not like she's lit. Whoa. it's both okay <laughs> yeah okay um i'm trying to take a sip of my coffee <laughs> it's like so bad i'm like trying to talk and sip at the same time no you're not allowed to sip you can't do it god bless okay so i've only <laughs> done one and it was in bermuda when i was on my choir trip and it was there it was you know not inhabited by animals i guess it was more like a tourist thing so it was guided it was also like track lighting and stuff and a lot of the features were under the water because it was a cave that had like a lot of water in it so they had like it was a boy formed by water yeah and like one of those like bridges that you're like it was a very rickety i was scared yeah and you're over water and you're seeing like cave drippings that look like people and like different cool Uh, things like that so they have like lights under the water so you can see all that shit right Mm -hmm. but like it's still dark in places 
this cave <laughs> was not like any of the other caves. Um, because shit lives here. This is like just part of nature. And they, for some fucking reason, let people go in this place. Oregon is just like, hey... Here's a hole over here. Uh, we're just going to tell you, yeah, there's some bats in there, something like that. But otherwise, have a good time, you know? And it's just get like, Get a flashlight you know, in your own wits. If you get lost in there, we might find you in a couple weeks. Like, <laughs> Well, something that I learned on this trip is that, like, so there's, like, this fungus that's, like, taking out bats in all different places across the country. And it started on the East Coast somewhere. I forget. The East Coast is always where this shit the stink starts. Bugs. The stink the bugs. Crapa. The bat fungus. Like, <laughs> I think come it was, on. I, maybe it was Florida. Like, we don't fucking know, honestly. That's the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, basically, it, it comes from humans like they figured out that it wasn't bats like flying and traveling because they don't cross over like big mountain ranges like the rockies and shit so once it got up to like the pacific northwest they realized it was definitely humans and it's because it like lives like the spores from the caves like live on your clothing and so if you've basically they they say when you're about to go in the cave like you can't wear any clothing that you've ever worn in a cave wow ever um, because it could that's how the contamination happens or whatever and so they also encouraged us to like take photos of exactly what we were wearing that day so that we wouldn't do it again okay. um, they and they also like asked us to like tell them if we had ever been in a cave and of course mine was like oh nine in Bermuda and I certainly don't have any of that clothing anymore so yeah. I was good but and all of my friends were good too but basically we were expecting to see bats because this is a cave that animals actually inhabit and so they're, they gave us like a little talk. It's not guided and no one that like worked there or was any like park ranger or anything were in there. It's just yeah. the fucking It's people. just the whole. And <laughs> so they're giving us like a little TED talk before we get in. And they're essentially just like, also what constitutes a TED talk at this point? You know what I mean? It's, like, it's just a long conversation. <laughs> is yeah. this a TED talk? No, I'm this, just kidding. It is. Yeah. I'm also joking. I know what a TED talk is. Um, so they're giving us a little spiel and they're basically like okay so it's like a mile and we're like all right a mile honey we've done that you know we're good we're good what they don't tell you is that it's a mile one way <laughs> and that there's a dead end because i don't know why we were idiots and we thought that like you go in and then uh, naturally you walk like it's a tunnel type of a thing and you there's an end like that loop. you get out Loopy or something or a pool. loop yeah like i don't know and so <laughs> so you rent flashlights because okay the fucked up thing is like apparently like it's very common for all these like outdoorsy people in oregon just like have cave gear like so like you could rent like very like nice flashlights to have and so it was a group of four of us so like every um pair of us had a flashlight so it was just like two and that was a stupid way of saying yeah that was, i was like <laughs> you're really you know <laughs> going but like most people so had it was seven o'clock and like there was four of us and there we split four. so four divided by two um but most fucking people had their own fucking shit and they had like headlamps and mal was like damn it i forgot to bring my headlamp uh, i'm like mal, of course that bitch has a headlamp i know and so they were also like do not use your like iphone 
flashlight because you will drop your phone and also that flashlight is bullshit and darkness like absorbs light and like they weren't kidding first of all i am so glad that i had the smarts to immediately put my phone in my bag on airplane mode and not fucking touch it because one you can't take photos inside of a cave like yeah it's just you're not especially one that's not lit up like that exactly and two it was rough terrain so thank god the morning of i was like should i wear my fucking hiking shoes and then i was like okay i guess i will thank god <laughs> like i would have died um so it's very steep and like the the terrain is like these like smooth it's like a lot of rocks so it's like rough terrain but the rocks themselves are smooth and they're also covered in wet sand so you are slipping like i tripped twice which honestly wasn't that bad for you is pretty good bella swan <laughs> would have died like 100 yes. would have been gone in that cave and you go like before you get into the cave there's like a sign about like what kind of wildlife lives here and that i really wish i had not seen <laughs> because now obviously the bats which i was like ready for the bats like i'm not afraid of a bat i want to see them i don't want to disturb them you know i know that eat bugs yeah and they're they killing spiders mosquitoes, but they did start the disease and contagion was it a bat it was it, a pig it was a pig but it got carried by the bats i don't care that movie was fake and gwyneth paltrow died in it and i still love bats <laughs> um <laughs> she got gooped in that movie oh. <laughs> no yoni egg was gonna bring her yoni. back <laughs> speaking of i saw a yoni egg at a thrift store <laughs> a used yoni egg someone explain that maybe it wasn't meant to be i don't know if it was but there was also like a jade like dildo there too i swear to god it was shaped like a corn but i don't know someone's out there getting getting their jollies yeah getting their corns um anyway so there's like this big sign it's like obviously bats cool we saw one bat by the way and he was sleeping just (laughs) one little bat um bears cool i didn't see a bear but i didn't want one you know either (laughs) there's like mountain lions cool awesome the none of this is scaring me but a huntsman spider Mm. and the picture i and then mal's like (laughs) i'm just like dragging him out this whole pocket she's just like well you won't see it if you don't look for it i'm like like, at that moment i hope they know that i literally spent the whole cave looking for that fucking spider because there's a lot of like rocks where you see like a little hole and you know one's living in there you know that that's where they dwell and i was scared the whole time of a spider i had so it's like really cold in the cave duh and so we thank god mal had like 18 different fucking why do they have so many rain jackets first of all i'm dragging you now at this point you guys have so many rain jackets but thank god they really came in handy because we were all freezing and i had the hood up the whole time because i was like if a spider lands on me i'm protected i guess I don't know. um so anyway we're in this cave and it's not a very interesting cave like there's not a lot of like I don't know sights to see if you will because you're staring at your feet the whole time because you're trying not to die so i ended up looking at it as more of like a test of endurance (laughs) (laughs) and the only thing you could see is like on the wall like if we did actually take a second to stop and shine like the flashlight on the wall you could see where the lava like went up to and where it stopped so that was kind of cool you know Uh, i like that you know we like like to know you know when you see like the flood water signs like at different places yeah and there was one point where we crossed underneath like a highway so that was like a feature but there's like literally three 
like little standees with information in this entire fucking mile long cave. So it wasn't like a lot to read. It was just more like, please don't die. <laughs> so we're doing that. And then we start to see, well, first of all, there was these two dudes. They were like young boys, you know, teens. And they were being like very loud and like, th- like raucous. Tr- if you will. Yeah. They were like horsing around, if you will. Uh. And they were like jumping. And I'm like, you guys are gonna die in here. Like, <laughs> they were not, and they were wearing tank tops. I, what are these boys doing? So we let them pass us. And, cause they were also like riding our ass. Like no one else was like next to us. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so we let them pass us. And then we were like, okay. So the whole time we're trying to speculate because we would see people walking back the opposite way. So we're like, are people just getting bored? Like halfway through this cave? Or are they just like, it, do you have to turn around and go back at the end? Like we could, but we were too like lame to ask anyone. Like yeah. we didn't want to ask anyone. So we were like, okay, well, if we see those fuck boys, then we know that it just dead ends and turns around. Cause you know, they're going to go all the way to the end. You know yeah. what I mean? And then we saw them and we were <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> and then we finally asked someone, they were like, yeah, like you just turn around. <laughs> and we've been in this cave. What feels like you lose track of time. So we're like, it's been days. <laughs> and we were all just like so like tired. And my glasses kept fogging because like my face was sweating, but the rest of my body was cold. And like, I literally have never been so happy to see <laughs> a stop sign in my whole life. We finally get to the end and they don't have like a congrats. You've reached the end of this fucking lava cave. No, they're like, stop, don't go any further. (laughs) And it's like not cute. We took the world's blurriest and shittiest photo at that sign. I had like me shining a flashlight like on our faces. And uh, I forget who was holding the second flashlight, like shining it on the sign so we could take a selfie. I've posted online if you want to see it. It's tragic. (laughs) And then at that point, you know, you have to turn around and do the whole cave backwards <laughs> again. And we did it. We also heard a little old lady being like, it's a lot easier on your way back. And it really was. It took us like no time. Um, you know, I think going downhill, it was generally downhill, right? The way down, like into it. Yeah. So like that's harder when it's like slippy sliding. I know. We were just like up. trudging upwards, man. And like I was keeping pace with everybody and like my fat ass did that. And I felt so good. <laughs> And then we got out and we were like just basking in the sun because we were so fucking cold at that point. And also my water in my bag was so cold because it was cold in there. That's nice. And God bless that cave. And then we went to the Smith Rock after that. And we were supposed to go bar hopping that night. And then all of us were like, yeah, we're dead. (laughs) We died. It's fine. That's not happening. So overall, um, I'm a (laughs) quave. I'm a cave dwelling queen now. Um, Wow. So how would you rate the Oregon. I love it. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Oregon again. Okay. I just, it's so great. And everyone was so nice. And like, I get it. Everybody always says that about everyone in Oregon, but like, it's true, man. Everyone was so friendly, especially about food allergies. Like they were like, oh, it's an allergy. Like we'll double, you know, make sure blah, blah, blah. It was so fucking nice. Except for that one waiter. (laughs) We had, I had a waiter that like, and everybody laughs because I, I don't know what it is, but like when I'm at a restaurant, I feel like, you know, when the waiter has like a shtick and like their part of their thing is like, I'm going to like mess with one of the people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, yeah. You know? And that's like funny, I guess. Like if you're 
fucking bored of doing this all day so you want to like mess with people they always pick me who's like the one who's the most nervous about ordering food <laughs> and so like I, I we went to like a, a brewery to eat and they had like one thing that i could eat on the menu so i was like i'm here i'm getting this fucking jackfruit burger and i ordered it and he was like now we're out of that and i was like <gasps> i was like what am i gonna fucking do like my whole like heart fell out through my asshole and i was like shit and then he was like nah i'm just fucking with you and then after he took our order and left Mal was like why do they always pick you <laughs> i was like i don't know man <laughs> but overall it was a great time and i didn't even get sunburned god bless that's the power of spf 50 oh, oh it was like 70 I don't even oh know. my god it might have been more i don't know so i didn't get any color but i thought well, i don't fuck around it's at least 50 and that's you know i haven't tried because like i'm one of those people that can actually get a tan but i don't even try anymore one no. It's bad for you. Two, I don't want to die. So that also is bad for you. <laughs> the, uh... Three, I don't want to buy a new foundation. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was me in the summer, like when I was still living at home and like my mom would turn into her yearly leather couch thing. <laughs> and she'd be like, oh my God, like you don't want to like sit outside. I'm like, listen, I That's a don't want to buy a new dream mat moose, bitch. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? dream mad moose get the fuck out of here we could all learn a thing or two from 14 year old rube (laughs) anyway so let's turn to the wonderful tales of squeezy oh my god (laughs) this is a story unlike any other so this boy we all know him we love him he's weird he trips a lot he's got his quirks one of his quirks is that he likes to eat a lot of random shit like the dirt from our plants <laughs> or just like random his own cr- fur his own fur that he finds on the ground and then he throws up <laughs> because he just does that or he eats a lot of food at once very quickly because he's worried that a bobcat will get him yes and then he, and throws, then he throws up again up. so we've come to love our little barfy boy yes but not when that barfy boy is barfing on something very important <laughs> And in this case, it was our internet router. <laughs> so we keep, so the only port for our internet is basically where we have our bed. So we keep the router underneath our bed. So this douchebag <laughs> dove under our bed to throw up on the one important thing we have there. Yes. There was so much space. So like we're sitting on the bed, we hear him throwing up. I'm like, it's classic a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's the classic game of squeezy and barf. And so then um, I hear it happen and I go to grab something to clean it up with. And you notice that like, oh, wow, the Wi-Fi stops working. Yeah. I'm like, why is the Wi-Fi down? <laughs> and you're like, squeezy. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, my God. He threw up on the router. And I'm like, I swear to God, he turned off our internet with yeah. that and chris is like oh no like there's not enough like shit that it could get into i didn't see there's vents on the top of the router i did not see the vents at first glance i'm like chris so. i literally watched the wi-fi symbol disappear on my phone and he's like i sw-. he was like in denial he didn't want to believe squeezy has turned a new leaf he is now a look up from your devices bunch he's off um, the grid off the grid and he's taking us off too <laughs> So, yes, he threw up on the router, and it 
died immediately. It was destroyed. And so we had to get a new one. And Squeezy, I really hope that you're happy. And <laughs> it's just like, I can't believe. You can't make that up. You cannot make that shit up. He does the weirdest fucking shit. He's the weirdest animal. Is he an animal? I don't we even don't know. We don't know. I don't know what he is. Also, he did teach us a lesson, though. Maybe he was doing this to help us save money because we've been renting our router for $10 a month from our internet provider. For years. For years. Like, what? A few years. Since we moved here? Maybe. Uh, No. no. I would say, like, maybe, like, two years. Yeah. So, we've obviously, in in two years, that was, what's that? That's a lot of money. $240? Yes. (gasps) Math. Amazing. Um. It's a $65 router we that we found on Amazon. We bought the same exact router. Yep. So um, we definitely paid well over that. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Squeezy, for enlightening us all. He's a frugal bunch, you yeah. know? He's he a really coupon queen. wanted us to know. Now it's just hope that they're not mad that their router is filled with puke. Ugh, God. Nobody. If you had to return it to GameStop, they wouldn't even know. Oh, my God. They don't care. I've returned so many broken things to GameStop. They're like, whatever. You know, that's now we my have it covered, by the way. The moral of the story is waterproof your router. Yeah, if, <laughs> if your you cat, cat throws up. <laughs> throws that. Throws that. <laughs> throws that. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Lila would never. <laughs> the worst thing Lila did was when we first got her, we had like those homemade fly traps that were filled with vinegar, and she just doused herself in one of those. I would say the worst thing Lila did was sit in your yogurt and then put purple all over the couch, or I mean the bed. You think? You think that was worse than when she knocked over the Christmas tree in my cup of coffee? <laughs> I don't know. She's she she doesn't know how to control her big ass. That's her problem. Squeezy is just like he's calculated. <laughs> he's just like he did that on are purpose. Are you looking There's at your no phone way. too much? You're not paying attention to my sweet chunks. I'm like, gonna throw up on it. He can calculate that, but he can't calculate his trajectory when he jumps from the ground to like the little windowsill thing to get into our living room. He has fucked up that jump so many times. He's not good at coordination i don't know like he's like that fucking gif of like that bench with like all the math symbols that is him every time that he's trying jump anywhere yeah (laughs) no you know that one vine of like the dog that's dives like chest first into a chair (laughs) that's squeezy doing anything no we haven't mentioned vine in a while oh vine oh vine god bless her (laughs) but anyway i think this is a good point to uh take a quick break and then we'll do a quiz and questions cool Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Well, are you shocked? I don't think anybody is shocked, but uh, here we are. And uh, Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spots, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book? Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books. <laughs> so you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. So we're back, and we haven't done anything Harry Potter related in a while, um, so are we're going to sure? do that now. <laughs> Wait, am I wrong? Did I don't know. We, uh, did we do? I, I just... I don't it's know. It's our fucking show. I don't know. I, I They all blend together. <gasps> Wait a minute. Side note before what we get into fuck? this. <laughs> so, 
I just that that thought process. Wow, we talk a lot about Harry Potter. Hmm, why are we not a Harry Potter podcast? But we're not qualified enough. Oh, into the Twilight. Twilight just put me on a whole trajectory. Oh. Y'all, I got <laughs> to see in person the high school where they filmed all of the high school scenes in the first Twilight movie. I was in the parking space where Bella almost gets squished by that van. And I mean, God if bless. there's ever a movie set to be on, it's that. That's it. Because we one. are taking a trip soon where we're going up to like Ruby Beach and like we're going to enter like the Forks area because Ashley's been a few times and she wants to like show me all the like fucked up Twilight tourism shit that they do have over there. But then there's also like a lot of like beautiful places to see anyway up there. Yeah. But like... It was so funny. We had Mal recreate that scene <laughs> with her fucking Prius. Like she like parked it purposely like on an angle so it looked like it was like sliding into us and I have Ashley like putting her fist up. It was Ashley was the Edward, you were the Bella. I know. Of course. So she texted it to Katie and Katie was like, Of course you're fucking Edward. <laughs> but like I should have taken on Facetune and I'm still mad I haven't done this. Where I should have like used the whatever the reshape tool is or whatever where you can like pull shit. Yeah. And I should have like pulled a little dent into the car oh, where her hand was. I might God. do it. I fucking might. Wow. Really bringing out those Photoshop skills. But anyway, I hope you guys know that that was the highlight of the trip. Not really. But <laughs> that it was, was the first thing we did. Literally, it was the first thing that we did. <laughs> Priorities, you know? It was so funny though. It wasn't as like blue as I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Like the whole scene, like. I thought it was supposed to be like cool blue out there. Did man. it smell really bad there or anything? Smell like what? Edward, you know, did it smell bad there? Like, oh, you know? <laughs> I didn't get your joke. Yeah, okay, you didn't get it. Yeah. So let's just move As on. As if from you that. could fight me <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, let's take this fucking quiz, which is which of Voldemort's seven Horcruxes are you? This is where like this is the Harry Potter thing. If I am it. not Nagini, I my ass is Nagini. What do I want? to be i want to be are you the ravenclaw binge i was gonna say i wanted to be the diary Ooh, i could see you be the diary yeah okay i think that was the most creative horcrux i love that whole book yeah that's great okay um if you were a horcrux where would you hide a gigantic library a volcano my old high school the middle of the ocean you the moon or a museum i would be in the middle of the ocean Think about how hard it would be to get me. Yeah. Um, also, s- when you were saying when I was in that cave that I was going to see those inferior or whatever. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't see those boys. It me took too. me a minute to understand. I forget what I forgot about those fuckers. Did you tell anybody that I sent you that? Yeah. Yeah. Mal appreciated it, of course. Yeah. I didn't sip any like fucked up liquid though. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh <laughs> I God. sipped some cave juice and I started <laughs> screaming like fucking Dumbledore. Harry, stop, please. <laughs> I should have done that. Anyway. Wow, we're laughing at that scene. Uh, I'm I know. Go... It's actually a really dark scene. <laughs> I'm going to go with a museum. I feel like that'd be like a good place to hide something. You okay. Know? He's literally trying to get the diary right now. It's fine. It's I... an actual book. No. Stop. I, I would pick the library if I wanted that. Huh? Oh, yeah. You said yeah. museum, not library. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Where wow, was I five you're hearing ago? what you want to, Rachel. <laughs> I'm manifesting your own sentence structure. Fuck off. How would you affect people? Play with their darkest thoughts, possess children, steal their clothes, make them fail their exams, kill their loved ones. I'll just cry softly to myself. Um, I think we all know what I have to be. Cry softly to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, out of all of these, I'd... Chris is dark. 
play with their darkest thoughts. I'm not here to possess children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd rather not. What percent Voldemort would you consider yourself? 100%, 75, 50, 25, 5, 0, I hope. Nah. I'm going to go with a 5. Just because I love Ralph Fiennes. Nah. Um, I'll go... Hmm. But also, I'm thinking of like Old Made in Manhattan. And I know that's not Voldemort. <laughs> and I know none of this makes sense. <laughs> I'm going with 5% too. Wow, you copied me. I did copy you. Uh, what do you hate the most? Long lines, Fortnite, Why? <laughs> exercising, work, vegetables, or muggles? Oh. Long lines. I'm going to say Fortnite because all these other things I don't mind. I'm going to say long lines because I'm going to say long lines, driving, traffic. I hate traffic. Okay. Pick a Tom Riddle. Uh, young Tom Riddle. Uh, the back of the head Tom. Back of the head Tom. <laughs> uh, Classic Voldemort. Um, Teenage Fear the Walking Dead, Tom. <laughs> There's so many Toms. Tom um, in the chamber and Fetus Voldemort. <laughs> we all know I'm Fetus Voldemort. I'm going with Fear the Walking Dead, Tom. <laughs> the fetus isn't good for Bella. Pick a Slytherin, Draco, Snape, Horace Slughorn, Pansy Parkinson, Crab, and Goyle. I'm going with Crab. I'm going with Snape. To be honest, I like Slughorn the most out of all these people, but I'm just picking crab because it's a crab. I get you. And you like to say crab. Pick a Death Eater. Lucius, Peter Pettigrew, Igor Karkaroff, Snape, Barty Crouch, or Bellatrix. I hate Barty Crouch so fucking much. That's fucking slithery boy. Igor's lame. I don't like Peter... Um, but Peter is like the plot twist yeah, that you never. I mean, I, I certainly. Did. I loved what's his face. <sighs> Scabbers. Scabbers. I'm gonna go with Lucius just because he's such a fucking like twat. He, he's such a little twat. I'm going with Bellatrix because I'm not trash. Okay. I got Harry Potter himself. Ooh. Ooh PTSD twins. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you're not evil. You just somehow ended up a horcrux by accident. Sure, you have your darker moments, but you're mostly here just by mistake. Honestly, wow. perfect. I got the locket. Okay. C- congrats. You drove Harry, Ron, and Hermione insane to the point of where it nearly broke up their friendship. You love to play off of people's worst fears, especially Ron Weasley's. I could live with that. You fucking... <laughs> Pissed off Ron. I pissed I off Ron. That. Wow, great quiz, BuzzFeed. Honestly, couldn't have asked for a better That outcome. was a good one. All right, so now let's do some questions, and we'll go to the patron benches. First one is from Haley, who said, Hey, guys, so after being in school for six years and receiving my master's degree in May, I landed my first real job. However, I'm having a hard time adjusting. Not only has my anxiety increased by being in a new, unfamiliar environment, but I find myself getting these existential crises when I think of the repetitiveness of day-to-day, quote, real life. So I guess my question is, how have you guys adjusted to new work environments? And Chris in particular, how do you liven up working in an office? Yeah, I was going to say, this feels like a Chris question because I'm that bitch that works for herself. And I feel like I don't have the greatest, like, I don't know. But still, like, transitioning experience. from, like, you know, being in, like, the, you know, a school mode for, like, all of your life. And then transitioning into, like, a work, work. A work mode. I don't know. I just, I feel like... I, it, it does it's really weird at the beginning when it's like 
for the first time it sounds lame but like when you don't having like your breaks like the summer break especially it just feels weird like the first time you work through the summer when you have like a quote real job you know what i mean yeah and just like you're used to having off at that time um and you just kind of go day to day uh in terms of like keeping it like livening it up at work um i would say that I try to, you know, not just limit myself to just sitting at my desk doing my work. I like to like walk around to take breaks and like actually like talk to people and like go around and like, you know, talk to different friends that I've made at work. Yeah. Um, my work changes enough that I don't feel like I'm getting really like stale with it or like I'm getting stuck doing the same thing over and over again. But overall, I mean, you got to think about it like when you went from like, you know, I'm assuming everybody's gone from like an elementary to like a middle school and then a middle to a high school or like whatever kind of whatever. different Like when phase. you change, change schools, changing to like high school to like university and stuff like that, you know, it's always been a new environment. There's always like a weirdness like going into it, but that weirdness, it's always going to be there. It's kind of good to have that kind of like unease of like, you know, being in a new place because, you know, you're not sure of what it's going to be like, but... Uh, I promise that it will get easier. Level off. It will level off. You'll find your way. Whenever I start a new job, like I am like really anxious about oh, it. Yeah. I am super anxious whenever I would start a new job. And you know me, I've had like 20 jobs since this fucking podcast started. So he's been anxious for years. I've now. been anxious for years. <laughs> so like it, it gets easier once you've been there for a little bit and you kind of know your way around, you meet some people. In and terms of like, you know, getting used to like the existential crisis of like wow i'm fucking doing this one thing and yeah. all of that just planning shit outside of your job i'm telling you like that's that's the get one your thing. job sorted and like you know that'll take up a lot of your mind space to be like you know getting comfortable with your job but then like if you have a job that's going to be like very much the same thing over and over again like make sure other aspects of your life aren't repetitive you know what i mean or you spice things up in the other parts of your life so this next question comes from our email and i really liked it (laughs) that's all um hi i'm a recent graduate from culinary school with a degree in baking and pastry as i'm looking towards my future as a chef slash business owner i've noticed that people with food allergies and intolerances are being treated like a second class citizen when it comes to both the quality of food they are able to eat and the dining experience they receive i enjoy rachel's story about her transition to more allergy conscious diet and when i hear about her negative experiences just because of an allergy it both upsets me and motivates me to continue experimenting with a new product with new product um i would very much appreciate hearing more about your experiences with this way of eating are there any flavors or textures that are missing from a lot of allergy conscious foods products that seem to lack a suitable alternative i'm fortunate that i don't have any intolerances or allergies but that means that i should have a better idea of what people of what the people i'm baking for need slash want in their products so i thought that was interesting um in regards to like things that are missing from like gluten-free especially foods like like textures and shit yeah gluten-free it's like harder to like obviously like somebody's like i'm vegan well you're missing every meat and every cheese and every like yeah aspect i feel like it's so much easier to get like a lot of dishes are just already like vegetarian at least and you just have to like knock off the cheese if you have a dairy thing like me and it's a lot easier to just like ask for no cheese and something but But like like when it comes yeah when it comes to gluten you like 
it's very nuanced in like what you're missing yeah. you know um is in terms of textures i will say a lot of gluten-free bread is very dry and we got the crunchies like cookies are really crunchy it's very hard to find like a soft baked anything yeah. um yeah i mean everything's very dense i would like if it's possible and i have no fucking idea though i have had baguettes that do get this right like fluffy gluten-free breads you know what i mean like something that like is bready like oh my god a gluten-free challah bread that's not like a cheesecake density like i swear yeah. to god like it's all, all brownies cookies you've all managed that kind to of find shit. like a good regular slice loaf regular slice and regular baguette i'm good for but everything else has been like hard like more nuanced spreads like challah brioche like pumpernickel and i haven't had pumpernickel yeah (laughs) i want to know what is the science behind like not having those breads like if we can make like the you know like a regular baguette or loaf like gluten-free why can't we do those other ones no i have to say so what's the brand it's like mission they make all the tortillas mission yeah so they came out with a gluten-free tortilla a new one a new one and it literally says new on it and has like a green like banner over it that says gluten-free and that is my new favorite tortilla because it's not just like a corn tortilla corn tortillas are that's a different vibe like i like corn tortillas when i'm eating like a small little taco but like when i'm trying to do a wrap it does not work you yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're not meant to do that. It's meant for, like, small little bites. These literally look like flour tortillas. I don't know how they did it. They, yeah, like, they have the coloring of a flour tortilla with, like, the little brown spots and stuff. The They're not, they don't rip easily. And also, the only con is that they kind of are a little sticky when you eat them. But yeah. I take it because it keeps it together for mm-hmm. whatever reason. I don't know. Um, but texture. So, yeah, bread, I would say... It needs to be fluffier, less dense. And I would say pasta needs to be less sticky, but some people do nail it. And I mean, like, if you're going to have, like, a restaurant or something like that, like, okay, so, for example, it's really hard to get, like, fried food out because if it's breaded. And so, like, there's certain places that I've seen where they bread with, like, cornmeal, which is really nice, and I appreciate that. Or, like, a tempura where they use, like, a gluten-free flour to do it. And so I feel like a lot of restaurants just, like, don't do that. They don't want to they might not even think about it it's fine so it's like very hard to like get something that's been breaded um there's so a lot I don't of know. places that like they do the gluten free they get halfway they do the gluten free but then they fuck it up by like oh we use the same equipment though or like whatever like they yeah, get halfway I and can't it's like tell why the fuck do you do that then like how many times i've ordered something and they're like by the way this like fucks flour on its way to your plate and i'm yeah. like oh okay I don't and they're understand. like so if you have a sensitivity at all don't eat this and i'm like why is it here <laughs> I would say that, like, I'm, I know I'm not the one eating gluten-free, but I'm also eating a lot of your gluten-free stuff, too, just because it's here. Yeah, um, I would say that it seems like sweets are easier to find, like, things that have been made gluten-free yeah, than savory. Yeah, it's a savory. savory food. And I want Especially, savory food. I know that one of the bigger things you're missing is pretzels. I know. Like, there are, like, Snyder's sticks like there's pretzel pretzel sticks sticks and those like little small ones but like you know the big chunky boys like why can't we do a sourdough you know i know that's all i fucking want in life and that's like a big crunchy boy you know and now if we're talking dairy free bitch someone fucking out there needs to make craft mac and cheese so fake that it tastes (laughs) like regular craft mac and cheese but it has no i mean it's got to be on the way like it has to be on the way come on and not that dia shit which smelled 
the worst ever. That was the worst thing I've ever smelled in my life. Yeah, a lot of, like, a lot of people focus with dairy-free, like, on cheese. And, like, there are some really good cheese alternatives. I'm not that concerned about it. It's more like when they randomly sneak milk into something that doesn't need it. Salt and vinegar Pringles. Yeah. That was Get the fuck out of here. Like, why does that exist Please. You know? And there are so many good substitutes for the flavors of, like, cheese and, like, butter flavor that, like, when stuff has real butter in it, I'm like, please, come on. <laughs> like, everything, I can't tell, most gluten-free food does have dairy in it, so I would really appreciate more gluten-free food that just doesn't have dairy in it. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. The window for gluten-free, plant-based is, like, it's very, very small, narrow. and you're eating a lot of bell peppers. <laughs> like, I've learned to eat a lot of raw vegetables, which, like, I mean, I guess I'm thriving in that way. But, yeah, like, I mean, hey, as a dining nature. experience, it's a pain in the ass. And then as far as, like, experiences go, like, never ask a bitch if it's a preference or an allergy. Come on. Just, like, if someone says they have to order it a certain way, just fucking mark no that down. No matter how much you might be annoyed at people, like, going gluten-free as, like, a fad diet or something like that, it's, like, just... A it's none of your fucking business when someone's ordering food you know what i mean like i don't know yeah it's just like just fucking you know you just make the food i don't know i just like it makes me feel like you know i eat like i don't know like i have to give you like my entire like reason why i have to why i can't have gluten when i'm ordering yeah you, know what I mean? you don't need to dispel like, the, your medical history the, I, it's not even it's just like you can tell when someone's just like annoyed by it and it's like honey i'm annoyed by it i wish i could just fucking order anything off this menu and make no substitutions i am that bitch who will get the because wrong restaurants, meal and be like i'll eat it i read so many articles about like chefs being so annoyed of people like they don't like a lot of restaurants more higher end don't allow like any changing which to i their get because it's like an art don't... form and i understand that so i'm yeah. not going to like a fucking like michelin star ass restaurant being like <laughs> no butter in your fucking bernays sauce bitch like i'm not being an idiot yeah but like when i go to like a fucking like not super high end place yes and i need the gluten-free bun that you have on your menu don't act like it's the worst goddamn thing i could have said <laughs> i don't know <laughs> or like if you advertise that you have gluten-free beers make sure they're fucking gluten-free so that when i order them or just offer cider because we've discovered yeah, the cider and your... it's great <laughs> yeah 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 um so that's my tea on that so uh chop chop get to work i'm just kidding i'm no. kidding i'm kidding <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe all of this is like that's what happened to minimal, minimal, minimalist baker. She's like, hey, I can't have gluten, or she's like sensitive to gluten, and she also I, maybe she's lactose intolerant, and that's why her shit is all vegan, and most of her stuff is gluten free. Maybe that's something I should be doing. Maybe I should just say fuck off, art, and just start making <laughs> gluten free. Not even a food blog. Like maybe I should literally get into the science. And make a gluten-free alternative. Going for Star. They be, would never... Be the person they vote off because vegans can't exist on Food Network. You are so right. <laughs> they would never even look. I could have, like, so much experience, like, hosting. Because they just did, like, an episode where they were like, you guys are on a podcast. And I would have been like... I, honestly, most of the challenges that have nothing to do with food, I would nail. Honestly, like, if, All of the presenting shit, I'd be Network, snatched at. But, like... Food Network's not been doing so great right now in terms of scandals. 
So like if they could True. if they could uh bring like really cater to like you know a vegan gluten free or one or the other they would like, never do it because no one would watch. But like I feel like even though it'd I be feel like that community people, people that would are. really appreciate that you well, know duh yeah because, I'd love to see a gluten free Martha Stewart of course are you fucking kidding me that would be great uh so let's move on to the next question which is should i reveal to my boyfriend that lila's real name isn't chunka no <laughs> no let him live ignorance we is were bliss. just talking about this the other day we like okay when i was growing up my christopher was when i was bad chris was just like every other hey, fucking day like <laughs> We all forget my full name is Christopher. I it's hate real, it. It's, <laughs> I hate it, too. Uh, so, Lila, it's Lila when it... Lila, you better stop that. <laughs> like, Lila, what are you doing? <laughs> it's Chunka when she's being cute. <laughs> Chunka, I, I swear to God, like, we were talking about this in the car the other day. I don't think we ever should have named her lila like I, if i could rewind time and just name her chunk we should have just i mean that. squeezy and chunka like that that's what been, we say like yeah it was um it was a choice we've made but i still love her i still love you lila uh, miss chunk uh, lila. i know like she just is literally never called that so i don't understand what we were thinking <laughs> i know hands down no matter what kind of animal we get their next name will be chip Chip. And you will say it just like that. Chip. Chip. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> um, are we making any 4th of July smoothies this year? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't turn with, out. It was like purple. Cool Whip. Because you're a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that an ongoing joke? I don't know. That was You only had that joke for that video. If you don't know what we're talking about, we had a, a Crachel Cooks cooking video. Crachel Cooks, the Crachel endeavor that existed before Coffee this with Crachel. <laughs> And uh, we made a layered smoothie, but it it was not red, white, and blue. It did not go the way that it we wanted like, to. It was like, was it even it white? It was purple. Yeah. The, the white we got pretty good. It was like the, we did blueberry, and so it turned out really purple. And like banana for the white, but it was like yeah. kind of like a pale yellow. Well, you know. No, we're actually having vegan hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to like, fourth, he's off from work. Yeah. I'm going to grill up some fucking what vegan was hot that dogs. hand motion you I just don't know. did we actually don't have a grill so i'm gonna boil up some fucking vegan hot dogs <laughs> we could up, use boys. the grill out on the thing but i mal said that no one cleaned it and now i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> mal's I'm, never, like, I'm never gonna so, touch it ever again mal's probably listening to this podcast being like they need to shut the fuck up keep my <laughs> name out of your mouth bitch no i'm gonna keep mentioning and i will uh, so how many fireworks is Rachel going to shove up her ass? She's a true patriotic bench. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that better not be my legacy. I'm going to say one sparkler. <laughs> right up the twat. Oh, my God. Also, someone said something about, like, what firework we all are or something like that. Or they wanted us to do the benches as fireworks, which we didn't have time to do because I don't think there's enough fireworks to do. But someone was like, well, who's like a Roman candle? What is a Roman candle? A Roman candle is a long fucking... I, well, Why okay. are you so okay. prepared for this? Okay. All right. <laughs> Guys, he just... All right. You should have seen like the nod over his face. I was that boy. <laughs> I was TM. That, I was that boy, TM, where I had tons of fireworks and in my neighborhood it was like he was a all the neighbor it was all the neighborhood families and we all got together and we shot off fireworks on the street corner and um so 
the one <laughs> this is a whole long story but i'll answer your question the one <laughs> year um so fireworks like the real big fireworks not just like small ones are not legal in pennsylvania but they're legal in new jersey right so you cross the bridge or yeah, whatever and so my friend jordan his aunt lived in new jersey and you have to have like a jersey license to purchase them when you go because they know people would come over to right. like get them so we went over his aunt took us to the tnt store and like i feel a- like i'm in gta <laughs> and so we spent between us a thousand dollars what the fuck america's not worth that on fireworks that was the most i've Between ever how many people three people how do you have money for that how old were you that was when i was in like uh it was like in between junior and senior year how the fuck did you have how much i is worked that? at regal I don't care. I worked at Starbucks I know, and I, I barely had I enough was, money to I buy spent mac less, and cheese. I spent less than uh, Mike and Jordan Classic did. Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I probably spent like two hundred dollars or like two fifty or something like Meanwhile, that. Meanwhile, now you're like, wow, I can't decide if I want to get the organic zucchini because it's like an extra ninety cents. Uh, wow, the times have really changed. I want to meet like blow my money on fireworks, Chris. I used to post videos of fireworks onto my Facebook because, like, I would film them as they were we were doing them. On what? A Nokia phone? On whatever shitty Virgin Mobile phone I had at the time. (laughs) Like, so anyway, a Roman candle. I basically that was to say, like, I have had experience. I've had experience with these fucking. He gave us the credibility. He's an authority on fireworks, if you will. Yes, I can't wait to be in like a History Channel documentary. You know where they pop up the thing at the bottom, like fireworks expert. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Christopher Hubbard. Christopher Sparkboy Hubbard. Yeah. <laughs> like some bullshit. Uh, a Roman candle is a long stick that like you light Ooh. at the end of it and like little balls of firework come out of the end of it. Ah, yeah. yeah. A long stick with little balls. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Exactly. That's I like actually, the worst description that was of the, it like, ever. I just got gayer just now. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. Last question. Fuck, Mary kill, sparklers, Roman candles, or big boy fireworks? Maybe that was the question that I'm referring to. I, I don't know which one you saw. Well, now that I know that a Roman candle is just a, a, a dick. Um, <laughs> what was it? Sparklers and big boys? Big boys, yeah. Okay. I'm going to marry a sparker. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to marry a sparkler. And here's why. They're just pure. Also, the anxiety of holding it in your hand. <laughs> That's just how I live my life. You know, you can put them in a birthday cake. It's true. I yeah. mean, God bless. They're more practical for day-to-day usage. I'm going to kill both of the other ones. <laughs> I hate fireworks so much. Um, they terrorize people with PTSD and they terrorize pets. And overall, there's nothing that is worth it other than New Year's, maybe. I'm going to marry the sparkler. I'll fuck the big boy and I'll kill the Roman candle. I can't believe. Wow. Meanwhile, everyone's like, Rachel, on Instagram, you have the space needle shooting off fireworks. <laughs> Listen, it's cute. But I, I hate, okay, here's what I hate. Oh, wow. It's almost the 4th of July. It's almost Memorial Day. Are people going to do stuff tonight? They might. It's not the fourth yet. Just fuck off, man. But America was born. But they'll do it at like 2 p.m. where it's still sunny. And I'm like, why are you? It's just now it's just noise. It's yeah. just noise, man. 
I want silent fireworks. That's the thing. Okay, we got gluten-free food being invented. Now I need someone to invent silent fireworks that are big. <laughs> so we get all the light, but none of the noise. That also don't cause the forest to go on fire. Give me that. So not flammable, order. no noise, silent fireworks. That's like an LED firework that's just a sign. CGI fireworks, <laughs> but in real life. VR fireworks. Honestly, that exists when you just watch Instagram stories the next day. That's what a, that's what a VR firework is. All right. Let's fucking go. I know. We need to fuck off. All right, benches, stay tuned. The rest of y'all have a happy Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, where the fuck is my coffee, honestly? Oh, my God. Rachel fucked up. I did the thing. She did the thing. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. It's barbecue season, y'all. And... <laughs> Even though I don't have a grill, I like to fantasize about it. Those ridges. <laughs> wow. I told Chris, I give me to the... I fumble. <laughs> I know. Chris was like, I, you can start it off. And I was like, oh, I got this. Um, benches, we are doing what you guys are doing. What? At a barbecue cookout. It's what backyard game you're playing during yeah. that cookout. You know, the games we play in life. No, please just stop. <laughs> I should really stop. You should just stop. My phone's on the thing where I don't have it to flip. What? Okay. <laughs> we are starting off with Scott Edward R. Wilmont, who is doing a scavenger hunt. Courtney is playing Capture the Flag. Jackie Goldfarb is doing the freeze dance, which I loved growing up. That was a great game. Emily Sweeney is playing Heads Up, Seven Up. Classic. Shannon Shires is playing Sharks and Minnows. Sarah Booth is playing Bocce Ball. I don't know what that is, actually. Oh, my God. I played it one time. It was kind of fun. One time. Emma Corbeil is playing Classic Cornhole. Yeah. And Joko Feliz is playing Flag Football. Madeline Young is playing Marco Polo. Sarah Nally is playing in a sprinkler obstacle course. Hannah Patelis is playing Ping Pong. Gianna Wozniak is playing a water balloon fight. Tara Davies playing dodgeball. Kimberly Proza is playing kickball. Yoan Tardiglini is playing twister. AJC is playing classic tag. Honestly, I just want to eat potato salad and read this list. Yeah. This, is, this is really giving me something. Jake Bowers playing the old backyard obstacle course. The grass is lava, bitch. Teague Phillips is playing poker. Lily Rose is playing limbo. Winter Russell is playing a water balloon toss. And Brooke Renee is doing the old ring toss. Savannah Plissier is playing I Spy. Joshua Kurtman's playing Manhunt. Uh, good times. Chantal Piat is in a pie-eating contest. Catherine's doing karaoke. Bridget Carey Davis is playing badminton. Colby Rhymes is doing a cupcake decorating contest. Haley Boucher is playing wiffle ball. Jake Parker's playing paintball, bitch. Renee Medina's playing red light, green light. Ryan Haar is doing a hot dog eating contest. Grandma is playing horse, like the basketball thing. Oh, it's like, yeah. wait, are you just like galloping around, Grandma? Like, <laughs> um, Sophie Aramillo is doing giant Jenga. <laughs> Chelsea Grundy is playing charades. Haley Welsh is doing a hula hoop contest. Stephanie Lee is playing hide and seek. Jane Thompson's doing the three-legged race. Kayla Bean is doing a beanbag toss. Brandy Robbins doing the old 2011 classic Chubby Bunny. <laughs> Michelle Cox is playing croquet. Rebecca Max doing Mad Libs. Joanna Jensen is playing telephone. What is that? Well, you, like we're whisper down the alley, the same thing. Oh, you yeah. whisper down the lane. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> they all have the different telephone. Name. The Lady Gaga and Beyonce collab. Yes, absolutely. Leslie Wright's doing a good old tug of war. 
Gwen Stowe is doing an egg and spoon race. Honestly, that's the game that caused my anxiety. <laughs> Kat Schultz is playing Super Soaker Battle. <laughs> Jason Gonzalez is playing Disc Golf. Lindsay Torlina is doing Two Truths and a Lie. Jess Adams is in a jump rope contest. Daisy Blossom Dottie's playing Duck Duck Goose. A classic. Kennedy Rochelle is in a potato sack race. Lutzi's lawn bowling. What? Oh my god. Sony Vazbrun is in a watermelon seed spitting contest. Fiona's playing fish out of water. Juanita Cara is in a balloon knees race. I don't know what that means either. It's like where you hold... I, I'm, what, were, I, what hick shit were you uh, doing? Okay, I hate how much this podcast is saying about me because like... <laughs> Roman got, candles and balloon I, knees I back in my all day. the fireworks. I know every single one of these games, it's where you hold a balloon in between your knees. Oh, and you mean can't. the old balloon between the knees. It's called balloon knees. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? We called that... Saturday what? night. <laughs> Back in my day. Fucking get out of here. Cassandra Lee's playing ladder toss. Another one I don't know. Oh my God. What do you do? Climb a ladder and toss your body no, on it? No, it's like a little <laughs> it's a little thing that's got it looks like a ladder and then you hold a like a string that's got two balls on the end and you have to throw it and try and get it around one of the rungs of the ladder. Listen. <laughs> Y'all need to clock her because these are games that really exist, and I had a lot of fun. Everybody, fuck off. <laughs> Avery Labelson is playing Jax. Do you know what that is? Huh? Yeah, it's an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> Liz Hallbrook's playing horseshoes. Madison Greer's playing darts. Chloe Ireland's doing the old cream pie toss. That's <laughs> fucked up. Caitlin Whalen's doing a wheelbarrow race. Dana Daly's playing the dizzy bat race. I know what that is, and yeah. I hated that one. Vlynn is playing volleyball. Mackenzie Knight's playing good old musical chairs. And Rachel Evans is playing Never Have I Ever. Never Have I Evans. Uh, Actually, I hate are, myself. What are the other Benjos doing? Ooh, they are playing... Ooh, what's a classic that's not on this list? Um, they're all there. Keep It Up. <laughs> oh my god, okay, they're playing Keep It Up. Or baby in the air do you ever play baby in the air no what the fuck is that i don't know maybe we made that up but we all loved it <laughs> i'm not gonna explain it because did it involve common. a real baby oh yeah oh Hell, yeah. yeah totally no, just kidding it was a ball <laughs> all right whatever they're playing all of those games <laughs> we've got taryn parker pavitha suresh jocelyn fry hermione ishbel mendez brie cram ashley riefenberger allie malone and kathleen win who's winning all of the games oh my god um wow we hope you enjoyed that very beppo barbecue i feel like i'm the coffee is coursing through me right now it's the french <laughs> we i agree um <laughs> so thank you guys have a happy wednesday and, and we'll see you on the next wednesday yeah Bye. crazy